You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge, and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear. Then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here is your host, James Marshall. Welcome, Wealth Builders, to podcast number 68. Spend the first three months of the year buying only what you need, not what you want, and save the difference. Well, here we are at the beginning of a new year. And if you're like most people, you're making promises to yourself to do a better job at managing your finances. Okay, that's good. And we can help. I started off the year by replaying an oldie, but a goodie. I reposted podcast number 25. Think about and clarify what wealth means to you. And I hope you had a chance to listen to it. The reason for the repost was to remind you that you always must begin with the end in mind. You have to have a clear goal, an achievable plan, and the willingness to take action. So starting the first quarter of the year managing your spending by focusing on your needs instead of your wants puts you in a good and disciplined mindset to start this year's wealth building journey. But before you begin this exercise, you need to be very clear on what it is that you want versus what you need. This is not as easy as it sounds. After all, one person's wants may be another person's needs. Now, I'm speaking in terms of your monthly spending now, not so much your accumulation goals. But with each dollar that comes in your house, where you send that dollar each month, the wants versus the needs. So, You have to define this for yourself. Just remember, the reason for doing this exercise is to create a more effective spending budget. This budget should put you in a better position to save, invest, or reduce debt. But here are some examples. For instance, needs are things you can't get by without. This is a need. You just cannot get by without it such as a place to live, a food to eat. Now, a want, on the other hand, this is a thing that is nice to have, but not absolutely necessary, such as entertainment or gym memberships. So it's important that you know the difference between the two. Needs are seen as mandatory or fixed expenses, and wants are seen as discretionary or variable expenses. Needs are usually your basic living expenses such as rent, utility bills, food, medication, health care and or therapy, 
and of course transportation. Wants, on the other hand, examples of wants would be entertainment, dining out, buying a, a home, travel, electronics, monthly subscriptions or memberships, and of course new clothes. Now, I'm not saying you should deprive yourself of joy, but if you focus on your wants versus your needs for just the first three months of the year, you will be in a better position to make good financial decisions later in the year. So during these first 90 days of the year, you must treat your savings, investing, and debt reduction expenses as needs, not wants. These things may feel like they're wants because they're not an immediate need. And you may feel that you can survive this month even if you don't put away money for savings, investing, or debt reduction. However, saving and getting out of debt should be considered a need because these are investments in your long-term financial and personal well-being. So what I'm suggesting is that you incorporate what is known as a zero-based budget. A zero-based budget allocates all of your income to your needs expenses. It's designed to ensure all of your income has a purpose, including paying down debt and saving. When using a zero-based budget, your income minus your expenses will equal zero. So if you bring in $4,000, you spend $4,000. And when I mean spend, I also mean save and pay down debt. So you will have no money left to spend at the end of the month. It assigns every dollar that you have to a specific job. With a zero-based budget, you would know exactly how you spend your money and be able to prioritize your financial goals. Now, there are pros and cons when it comes to using a zero-based budget. The pros, the budget keeps you aware of how much money flows in and out. And this can prevent you from spending what you don't have. So you're only spending what has come in. What, what has come in. And if you haven't tracked where your money is going or if you feel like you don't have control of your money or spending, then I think this is a really good method, a really good method of helping you do so. So the pros of a zero-based budget allows you to actually see and control what's coming in versus what's going out. The system is very customizable, so you can basically list what columns you want to put those those expenses in as long as it matches up with what you're earning versus what you're spending. Now, a zero-based budgeting also has cons, and the con is following a zero-based budget eats up quite a bit of time. Now, in order to hold yourself accountable, you have to closely and consistently monitor your spending every month. In this case, we're just asking you to do it for three months, 90 days. And that's not the only challenge you may experience. I think one of the things that can be problematic, which gets a lot of people concerned and confused, is the whole idea of variable expenses. If you don't account for your irregular expenses, the zero budget is going to potentially not leave you with enough money on average, meaning I spoke earlier of fixed expenses versus variable expenses. Know which is which. 
Now, these verbal expenses might include holiday purchases, traveling to a friend's wedding, or replacing a broken phone. Now, those fall under wants and not needs. So that's why I mean you have to make sure that you're clear on what is a want versus a need for you. But there's a way to solve this. You can set aside money specifically for these costs, these variable costs. You can create a savings fund that's separate from your emergency fund and other savings goals. And you can contribute what you need to to each of those, each of the three months that we're in this plan. The zero-based budget method might also pose a problem if you have an irregular or unpredictable income. Say if you're a freelancer or an hourly worker whose schedule fluctuates, you might get 20 hours one week and 30 hours the next. So if you don't always know how much money you have to allocate, consider using the previous month's income for the current month's budget. In other words, you always operate in arrears. If you made $3,000 last month, that's the amount you're going to spend this month. Note that you'll need to save up a month's worth of income as a buffer before you start this approach. Now, I know that's a lot, but if you do it and you're consistent with it, it's going to really make a difference. You just have to get started. Now that you know what a zero-based budgeting system is all about, you're ready to give it a shot. If it doesn't work out for you, you know, try another budgeting method. But the key thing is you have to do something to assure that you can live off of your needs versus your wants for the first three months of the year, the first 90 days from January to the end of March. And if your financial situation is complex, you might benefit from speaking to a professional financial planner. But the most important thing is to start and to start now. Well, until next time, keep building wealth. Peace. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. Dividends. I teach you how to say. Rule number one: If it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.